Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. And you are here for another episode uh, in the year of our Lord 2021. We We made it. 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 We are here to talk about all the things that we Mm -hmm. always talk about. And that is the perils. Yes. Praises, Uh productivity, and the pump of circumstance of being a black person um, in America. Like we said, in the year of our Lord 2021. Brian, how have you been? Man, it is a great day to be black. It's I, I'm here. I am here. I may, I crossed on over. I didn't get a watch night service to do it. No, I, I, I crossed on over. We didn't have a watch night. Mighty God. I am still here. That's it. <laughs> it's by the grace of God. My, you're not going <laughs> to stir me. You're not gonna you're not gonna stir me up like that, cause somebody didn't make it, but we did, and I'm so glad we missed y'all. We did. We missed the puzzle pieces. We missed y'all so much. How y'all doing? How was your right. new year? Did you eat some black eyed peas and ham hocks and cabbage and all that other stuff? Collard greens, collard greens, and whatever. Did you do that, Brian? We did. We we ate. Uh, we had the black eyed peas, and uh, Lauren did her thing. She went the black eyed peas, the uh, cornbread. The greens and what was the meat? I think we had chicken. Did you did you eat it? So not on New Year Day, mm-hmm. New Year's Day. What did we eat on New Year's Day? Man, I don't even know. Did what you we cook? Ate. Did I cook? <laughs> I don't know what I did. I can't. I know I cooked just past Sunday. I did some turkey necks and black eyed peas mm-hmm. and cabbage okay. and stuff. I was turkey like neck two is weeks a, late. Is a meat? It is a. It's a meat. There ain't no. You don't just put it in your greens. It's a main meat. What you talking? <laughs> and neck bones, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, you can use it as a side meat, mm. but it is. It also can be a main course. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got to teach you some of my turkey necks. They was good. They were falling off the bone. They were so tender. Okay. Mm. And we got to make sure. I got to make sure. Brooklyn. We, we can't raise up in no bougie house. I know y'all live out there in Gwinnett County with them <laughs> white folk. With them, with them Trump and Penn supporters. But we got to make Lord sure if my niece is going to be blackity, blackity, black, she got to get some of these blackity, black meals. Y'all over there cooking HelloFresh stuff. HelloFresh <laughs> ain't sending y'all no turkey necks in the mail. They not. They, they not, not sending you no turkey necks <laughs> in the mail. Now, my black eyed peas had some bacon in it because I ain't had no side meat. So I had to I fry some bacon and I put it in and I poured that grease over in the black eyed peas too. got to do that. Because that you bacon, do listen. Listen, what you talking? <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. I absolutely love it. But we know we hope y'all had an amazing um New Year, Christmas, all that kind of stuff. It's been a long time. It's it's been a long time. I should have left, left you without a dope beat. Step two, step two, step two, step two, step step two, step two. Fick it, fick it, fick it. Amen. And we're back. Uh so in the midst of all of that, our um Earth is a trailer mm. is a trailer park. It is. It is trashy. 
It's it's worse than the ghetto. The trailer park is worse than the ghetto. See, the ghetto was a vibe. Mm-hmm. Ghetto got red Kool Aid. Ghetto got fish fries. Ghetto corner got stores. Music, corner stores. Lovely black people. Trailer parks though. Mm. Trailer parks though. <laughs> trailer parks though. <laughs> not the same vibe. Not the same ambiance. And mm-hmm. that's where Earthy is right now. It is. We've been going through it. Like, I thought 2020 stayed in 2020, but somehow, some way, the woman of God slid a little afterbirth into 2021. <laughs> Somebody snuck her in the back door. Somebody <laughs> snuck her in the back door, huh? Oof. I don't, I don't know. But we we gonna we gonna get into we gonna get into the tea of all of that um, a little bit later. Um, today was mm-hmm. a decent day in in Greekdom, dude. I don't know okay. if that matters to you, Brian. No, no, I'm I'm not in, in <laughs> Greek life, you know. <laughs> um, it was the Delta's Founders Day, and that's cute. But y'all miss J Five, a national <laughs> holiday, the first official holiday after the New Year. Okay, we were here doing our thing, representing a hundred and ten years of achievement to mm-hmm. me and my brothers of the most noble clan on earth. Fraternity Incorporated. We just want to give a shout out to all the brothers out there in Crimson and Cream. Shout out to y'all, yo, to the good news. And then everybody else in January. The Deltas, the AKs, just the Sigmas, the, the Zetas, all y'all. Just happy, happy, happy Founders Day. Now, we're going to pause for the calls and give mm-hmm. a special little happy Founders Day to the women of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated right. because our wives are uh, women of AKA. So shout out yes, to sir. y'all. But shout out. Kappa. Amen. <laughs> so all of y'all uh, who celebrated Founders Day this month, there you go, because next week we're not doing it again. All right. Church announcements. And, all the birthdays. And, right. All the birthdays. And we're moving. And we're moving. Um, You got any goals this year, bro? New Year, new me? To make it to the end of the year. Mm. Make it to February. Right. This has been the longest month in the history of months. It just keep rolling on. By the time this airs, it'll only be the 14th. <laughs> it's only the 14th. It feels like it's been the longest year yeah, ever. We've, we've, been in Jan- we've been in January for 45, 40 days and 40 nights. <sighs> I feel like at this point, I need to put, I need to get a, a pair of every type of animal in my house and get, and get ready for Jehovah's return. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> because this thing is forever. But for real though, do you have any like things you like want to accomplish or want to do? Ugh, want to accomplish? Yeah, let's see. I have two words for the year and one major goal. Okay. Uh, that is to fully launch a nonprofit organization, Synergy okay. Movement, which I've been working on. You know, yep. we've been working on. Thank mm-hmm. you for your, for your assistance. So I want to launch that uh, second quarter. Um, but then also two words. Main word is confidence. Just to build up confidence in self. Uh, you know, some people say, "Well, confidence," but like confidence in what God has given me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then two would be. Um, this was kind of the continuation from last year. Was really authenticity. Continue to be my authentic self in all facets, spaces, places, and opportunities. Give them all the me. Um, black, beautiful me. Come on, you know, black, beautiful you. <laughs> You know, um, but yeah, that's that's really the main thing. Of course, continue to you know love my family and treat them right and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, get this vaccine so I can run these streets. Listen, shoot me up. <laughs> 
Pick a guy's house. Pick an arm. Brian I take I both hear, doses in one day. Brian out here trying to be dark and ugly and vaccinated. I am. <laughs> give, give you all the shots. My brother on the front of a perm box. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What about you though? What are you? What are you some goals or what? Um, um, just continue to unlearn, unlearn all the things that do not serve me anymore. That's good. That's a good one. Um, I also want to master the art of no. Mm. Um, like I'm talking about, like master that joint. Be like, oh, okay, no, and not give any like. Not even know I think about it or let me see. Yeah, and not even the explanation. Well, I'm not going to do this because I even try to think of like a. I don't want to say a lie, but an excuse. Just no. Mm-hmm. You coming to my event now? Why not? Because I'm not. (laughs) And that's it. You know what I'm saying? And like really like never like I'm definitely my family is always at the forefront, but definitely prioritizing me and my mental health and Mm -hmm. some of the things that I have going on and making sure that I'm the best version of myself. I think Mm -hmm. one of the things that you said is like authenticity. So Mm -hmm. continuing to build upon who I am. Right. Right. And I think it's it's if 2020 has taught us anything, it's the one is to live really like just live. And then on top of that, really to live your best life and, and be who you are. Right. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I would hate to die and not have been me and not have lived as me, the mm-hmm. totality of who I am. And of course you want to be better in certain places in your life. Right. Um, but those flaws are you and then you want to, you know, get those flaws, you know, make those better. But being you like at this point, it's just it's a waste of life to just not be authentically you. Because can't nobody do me like I do me. Anybody going to love Josh Rogers like I love Josh Rogers. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody going to talk like me, be like me, do like me. So I might as well just be me. God didn't make no mistake when he oh. made me. Ooh. Huh? Woo. So happy being me. I'm regretting <laughs> nothing about me. I feel like Donna Lawrence sampled that. Too busy living life, giving love freely. That should have been a song of the week, but it ain't. So happy being me. Speaking of, I got one, brother. You got a good song? The first one of the year. <clears throat> I okay. think it's appropriate for mm-hmm. what's happening in the world. Okay. I think it's appropriate because, like we said, there are afterbirth remnants of 2020 lingering on mm-hmm. the streets, and it's time to sweep it out. You ready? I'm ready. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a star from the bridge. <laughs> yeah, got, you got to get your note. Get your note again. Let me get my note. <laughs> no, that's not it. No, that, oh, that is it. That's it. That's it right there. Mm-hmm. Honestly, think that. I'm being generous, gave you my all, and okay. look what you did to us. Look how you finished. So this is what I'm going to do. Ten seconds is all that I'm giving you. One, two, three, four, four. five, six, seven, oh, eight. Now, baby, we're getting close. Just don't get me get to ten. Oh, boy. Why is that appropriate? It's wow. because Donald Trump only got 10 seconds to get the hell up out this White House so he can start <laughs> over. These Republicans got to get out. All of y'all who don't want to believe in change and progress, y'all can get out. Don't let me get, Jasmine Sullivan said, don't let me get to 10. She said, I gave you my all. I gave you the best that I have. You play mm-hmm. with me. You tried to destroy me. Okay. You tried to, you tried to uh, take me away. But listen, I'm counting down. Yes, sir. And if I get to 10, 
Mm-mm. It's gonna be a wrap. Right. It's like I'm calling my cousins and they listen. Listen, and that's what she said that in the song too. My cousin didn't like you in the first place. <laughs> right. <laughs> But shout out to Jazzy, Jasmine Sullivan, uh, yes. with the new album that just dropped, Hotels. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, mm. So that's what that is. If you have not noticed, um, we've been gone a while. We've been gone a long time. We've been gone a while. So I just want to let you know that today's episode is going to be, it, it, today's episode is for the culture. It's a culture it code is. episode, mm-hmm. um, which means we ain't got no official billboard. So remember, we you don't. just heard us talk about our goals. That was that. That was it. The <laughs> living room was that was the living room. That was the living room. Bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. Yeah. <laughs> My God. I wasn't expecting that, but that's so. Oh, Josh, gather yourself. Being a bubble, being a bubble, being a bubble. Yes. So that was that was the that was the that was the that was the living room conversation. Uh, but today we're gonna try to cover all the stuff that's been happening, all the stuff that has transpired just in the last few days. So today is all about the culture. So without any further ado, oh, while you're at it, like subscribe yes Yes. give us five stars on all of your platforms tell us how much you love us gas us up write emails into the p.o box all that good stuff we're gonna rehash (laughs) it at the end but i want to let you know how to do it now okay so without any further ado brian are you ready to get into today's episode and go into the bless up report ready let's go on over there let's go yeah All right, we are here at the Bless Up Report, and I'm excited about this. And normally we kind of highlight black business, but we're going to highlight a business who we both love, and yeah, uh, they are doing great things for black folks, and it, and, and rightfully so. They we, we without black people, this company would be nobody. Um, so Nike, um, they're highlighting uh, highlighting HBCU tastemakers with yard runners campaign which is dope uh nike seeks to highlight the contributions of many ways of uh, hbcu students so um they want to reach out to alumni and things of that nature who left a mark on the culture so what nike is doing is they chose 12 hbcu game changers excuse me 12 hbcu that's historically black colleges and universities for those that do shout out to my hbcu morehouse college go ahead (laughs) (laughs) um my wife went to clark atlanta university Shouts out to them. Mm-hmm. Bless up to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Nike chose 12 <laughs> HBCU game changers to tell their stories in the Nike Air Shop um, on the Nike app, which is dope. So I'm going to read a couple of the names and how important they are. Uh, so Tahir Murray uh, of Howard University, Bisons. All right. He founded the Legacy History, excuse me, the founded Legacy History Pride. Uh, Ashley Mitchell of Dillard University, who was a talent relations manager uh, at BET. Shouts out to Black Entertainment Television. Um, mm-hmm. Bring back the music videos, please. Um, bring them back. Please do. Like, black, black, I'm not talking about BET. BET could have been the best thing ever. Whatever. <clears throat> Neither here nor there. That's a whole episode. Right. Uh, Dex Robinson of Virginia Union University. Shouts out to Virginia, uh, who is a celebrity stylist. Brianna Thompson, Hampton University, another place in Virginia. Shout out to Virginia, uh, who founded Spike Spin. That sounds like drunk spin class. It does. <laughs> like you drinking and spinning. 
Put that might be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me my cocktail and let me ride this 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 bike. <laughs> that might be fun. Uh, Luke Lawal, Bowie State University, or Bowie, or Bowie, Bowie. Bowie. Okay, Bowie, Bowie State University. Our founder uh, here at HBCU Buzz, uh, Kalen Terrell of Tennessee State University. Tennessee State has a great band. I enjoy. We went to Tennessee State one time for doing some church thing, and they are are amazing. So, shout out to them. Shout out to TSU. Yeah, so uh, Kalen Terrell owns Nose in the Air. Heather Haynes of Clark Atlanta University, who is a producer. So, again, shout out to CAU. Uh, My wife and your wife went to CAU. We know a couple people that went to CAU. Mm -hmm. Um, Kalana Brown, Kalana Barfield Brown of Howard University, another Howard alum, uh, who is a beauty and style editor. Uh, Caitlin David of Florida A&M FAMU, for those that do not know, who owns the Be Great store. Cam Kirk, yo, Morehouse brother, yes, uh, sir. founded Cam Kirk Studios, mm-hmm. Nanny Edwards of Spelman College, who is an entrepreneur, and last but not least, Portia Marie of University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, who owns PM, owns the PM firm. So shout out to Nike, who is reaching out or doing some great work with these people who went to historically black colleges and universities. Let's support our HBCUs. HBCUs, yes. Right. If you are old enough, I, I don't think our listeners necessarily have kids that are going to college. But if you are, or you do know them, um, mm-hmm. take them to the to the to the to the HBCUs for their you know for school trips and visits and stuff like that. I know this summer we're actually taking our nieces and nephews on a college tour to solely HBCUs. So um, yeah, do that. We know we need to support. Send your money. Those that are alumni of these schools, send your money. They need it. Send your money. <laughs> send your money. Still paying off loans, but <laughs> send your money. <laughs> or figure out creative ways to donate. Like, right? right. I get the Morehouse license plate. So every time I renew my tax, <laughs> they get a percentage. Okay. So until the loans are paid off, that's, that's my donation. And you know what? I might throw them that. Like, this my, Brian, do you know that 2021 is my 10 year? Um, it is. You graduated. It 11. is. I, bro, I am aging in these streets. You are. But you don't I'm, look like it, though. Hey! <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. But 10 years ago, I was um, who newly found out my then girlfriend was pregnant with my first child oh, and entering the second semester of my graduating senior year from Morehouse College. But no, um, please support HBCUs. All of them. I know that a lot of people only know, you know, some of the, you know, the Howards, the Morehouse, the Spellmans or whatever, whatever, whatever. But there are so many amazing schools um, just about everywhere. So find one, find a call, support, support, support. And let's continue to push HBCU culture and bless up to all of y'all. Bless up, bless up, bless up, bless up. Um, What you ready to get to this billboard? Oh, yeah, that's today's episode. I, I'm. There's a lot to talk about. Brother. So let's just. Jump on over there Dive real quick. <laughs> hey, Trey. <laughs> Trey that Josh Spirit. Josh Spirit then jumped I mean, over well, singing Sing spirit. it. Sing it. Sing. I'm not I'm never I'm never I'm never gonna be mad for a song of the Lord. 
<laughs> Never gonna be mad. <clears throat> Trey songs with his goat throat. All right, so we're gonna start off the <laughs> billboard in a way that we have started off a few times, uh, which is not always the best way, but we have to show homage mm -hmm. to Black Excellence, and mm -hmm. we want to give a rest in peace to Eric Jerome Dickey. Are you familiar with Eric Jerome Dickey? The the I've heard the name. Okay. Can I say I've read any books? Please. Okay, so and it's probably a good thing that you have it because, <laughs> um, you know, he's a native of Memphis. Shout out to Memphis. Um, now I don't want Shepard Drive. Look alive, look alive. Um, he's a native of Memphis. Went to the University of Memphis, but however, he uh, published over twenty nine books, and most of them were in that kind of black cult. Um, fictional. He wrote a lot of novels. And I know, like, my mom had a few Eric Jerome Dickey books <laughs> lying <laughs> around the house. And he really just talked about Black culture and Black love and the Black experience. Beautiful. And I know a lot of people who was not should have been reading them books at 12 or 13 years Listen. old was reading those books, but he died at the top of this year. So we just want to definitely want to shout out to him. He was actually finishing up his 30th book called oh, wow. um, The Son of Mr. Sulman, and it will be released um in April, in April. So um, prayers up for him and his family and all prayers his up. loved ones. Um, we lost another great one at the top of this year. Um, so, Brian, this may be something that interests you. I don't know how much. Okay. I know I know you love Nike. We just talked I about do. them. I'm a Nike but guy. There's, there's another athletic brand that's out here that's about okay. to be rebranded, and that is Reebok. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Master P, oh, uh -huh. oh not, not him. And Baron Davis, I think he's a former basketball player. He is. I get that right. <laughs> he's from Los Angeles. See, you see, 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 see. I am. I am officially a, new a sports thing. aficionado. Um, <laughs> In twenty twenty one, we gonna have to. We gonna we gonna we gonna start a segment called Josh's athletic abbreviations <laughs> because, <laughs> because I'm an expert. I'm officially an expert. ESPN, sign me. <laughs> okay, Listen. sign me. I know the things. Okay, the I, things. Baron Davis, Master P. Um, <laughs> Master P played some basketball for a little while too. Then he was. Play, he was for, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Then he played for like, oh, it was one. Was it one of the Carolinas? Technically, <laughs> okay. I know the things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know the things. <laughs> he was a Hornet. He was a Hornet. He yes, was that's, a, that's what. <laughs> Look at God doing something for me. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. Anyway, those two brothers are coming together and they're having a plan to buy Reebok. Question for you, brother. Okay. Are you going to wear Reeboks if they buy? I will. I, I okay. absolutely. If it's if it's black owned, I'm okay. I'm not okay. So let me say this. I might wear some Reebok classics. Okay. I'm not about to just be wearing Reebok like. <laughs> but I, I would do it for the culture. But like, yeah, it's hip hop culture and you have black business. I would do it for the culture. So if Fubu came out, would you rock some Fubu sneakers? <laughs> No, it's, not, it's, not it's on my black. feet. It's black. <laughs> not on my feet. I might, I might get a t-shirt or something like that. It's black. Mm -mm. But that was your reasoning for Reeboks. <laughs> but think, I've owned Reeboks before. You didn't own, you didn't own no FUBU? And, and, Car and I did own FUBU. <laughs> and Cardi B and Kendrick are both, I believe, uh, sponsored by Reebok. So two people I love dearly. So let me tell you what I'm not going to do. It's wear Reebok tennis shoes. But... <laughs> Just put it out there. But you know I love to work out. Mm -hmm. So I would get some shorts, a shirt, um, like all the athletic stuff, the compression mm -hmm. shorts, that kind of stuff, um, with my Nikes <laughs> or, <laughs> or my Adidas. I know you be hating on Adidas a little bit, Brian. I, know. I, I, own, I own one pair of Adidas in the way back in the closet. I got two pair, and they're not in the back. They're a little bit forward front. 
Um, but yeah, um, they, but that, that is dope that they're doing it though. I think that's something amazing. Um, and with their names behind, I do think that possibly it can be rebranded into something a little bit. I wore Reeboks in high school. That was our official band shoe. Okay. When we didn't have on our formal uniform, mm-hmm. we had everybody had on a crisp black pair of Reeboks, right. and them things was comfortable. It was like it was like I I could see why the church mothers wore those with their stockings and socks. <laughs> them things was comfortable. You marching yeah. through the football field and stuff with them. I mean, they just bend with your foot, mm-hmm. and oh, they tore up easily. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> they were comfortable. So shout out to those brothers for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia, the state of Georgia, we saved the world. Again. We did it, Joe. We, we did, did it, it. Joe. We did we it. Did. We have the majority <laughs> in the city, Joe. Oh, <laughs> uh, we, we did it on January 5th. Shout out to the noops again on J5. There was, <laughs> see, God, let me tell you how I know God was a capper. <laughs> he shined <laughs> down on us. He saw the diamond in the sky. Hey! <laughs> As you're streaming. As I'm streaming. I wish I could see me. He saw the diamond in the sky. He said, let there be grace upon you all. Let the blood, huh, that is the same color of the crimson red, flow over Georgia and allow, huh, the mercy of God to be within the Senate and defeat Kelly Loeffler. And David Perdue, um, but no, here. but seriously, we got them jokers out of here. Out of here, and late, and late in the midnight hour, they turned right. it around, and we saw Ooh. those results come in. And they are so. This is the first time that Georgia has elected a black boy and a Jewish boy into the look Senate. At <laughs> look at that. Look at look at uh, Richard Pimmons. Look at that. All they had to do, all they had to do was vote Richard, little Richard, in. you would have had the best of the world, a black Jewish boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but no, well, the first black senator from Georgia and the first Jewish senator from Georgia, in all seriousness, is the Reverend, my Morehouse brother, uh, Raphael Warnock, and then um, John Ossoff. So mm-hmm. shout out to them. Thank you, Georgia, for voting. Thank you for showing up at record number. Shout out to our queen, Stacey Abrams. She did it again. did it again. I mean, the woman of God is just grace for this. This is why, Brian, mm-hmm. we need her where we need her. You do. You're absolutely I, right. I want her to have a cabinet position, but Mm-mm. until she's able to duplicate herself, not only in Georgia, but in other states like Texas that was close mm-hmm. to flipping. Um, right. I think some other states that can really get there soon, maybe a Tennessee, Tennessee red, but, you know, some, some other states <laughs> that could possibly, you know, that could flip. We need people. And the thing about it, we know where Stacey stands, right. but in terms of um, giving power to the people who vote, mm-hmm. she, she's really bipartisan. She just right. encourages people to vote, make sure that they're registered, make sure that they're checking their registrations, all these different types of things. Um, how was your experience voting? Let's ask that. Oh, uh, again, white neighborhood, easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I went, on, I went on election day. It took me longer to park than it did for me to go vote. Okay. It, it like literally, I went in there, there was no line. Um, plenty of machines, mm-hmm. no issues whatsoever. None. Got you. So I early voted, I think like right before, actually on New Year's Eve was the last day to early vote, I want to say. Or no, no, I didn't. No, that's not true. I early voted like, yeah, New Year's Eve. It was either the 30th or the 31st. I know they closed early, but it mm-hmm. took me only like 30 minutes. So I went on in, I voted and, you know, got it done. However we did it, I'm glad everybody was able to do yep. it. You made your voices heard. And uh, we will we will see what 
President-elect Biden and Vice VP-elect Harris are able to do with this Senate. We do not have a majority. It is tied. Mm-hmm. But the right. beauty of that is, is that mm-hmm. now um, Madam Vice President is the tiebreaker. So we can get some things done. Speaking of that, there is the possibility of a third stimulus check on the way. Now, run me my well, money. Let's run the money. I mean, because some of the some of the blacks are mm. thirsty for this for this stimulus check. Stop begging. <laughs> are thirsty for this stimulus check. Now, I, I know a lot of us need it. A lot of people need it because 2020 mm-hmm. was a hard year. People lost their jobs or things like that. And right after Christmas, we got the second round, and it was like six hundred dollars per adult and you know, per individual. Mm-hmm. So some people got, you know, blessed depending on how many people were in their homes. But likely, if you had a whole bunch of kids in your house, then that means that that still wasn't a lot of money for you. Oh, yeah. Not it didn't really do what it needed to do. Uh, so there is a rumor about another round coming, supposed to be $2,000. Two Gs. Uh, two now, Gs would be nice. It is unclear, Brian, what they're going to do for mm. these children. Right. But if they value these nappyhead kids the same way they value us, <laughs> I mean, I got two kids. Mm. If they ain't never paid off a phone, they're gonna they're gonna pay off when this third stimulus right when this third the stimulus check come in. So, the, but this is the type of thing of why we needed to flip the Senate, right? Because this wouldn't even be a possibility or a real conversation um, if we still had a Republican led Senate. So yeah, because Mitch McConnell and the girl said no. It's out of there. The girl mm-hmm. said no. Uh, you know, out of there. That's why they vandalized his house. Listen, run me my money. <laughs> run me my money. Okay, so that's supposed to be happening. Unless flattering news about um, these United States. Um, oh, white people have lost their mind. They did, haven't they? Let's just let's, let's just say it like it is. It was like a while What were your thoughts when they stormed the <clears throat> Capitol? Well, what was funny because like, you know, some people I work with, you know, a group, we have a, a black group text message always uh, always <laughs> and they were like are y'all gonna watch the um the uh <laughs> the vote on uh what were they voting on they were voting on oh the election certified yeah, they the election. Were voting to certify election yep. and it was like they out here tripping on the senate floor like turn it so i turned it on you know i was doing some training and stuff like that but i can like listen to watch in the background and i'm reading or listening to the different speeches and stuff like that or why the election was rigged and why it wasn't and stuff like that and then they cut to the protest, uh, you know, the alleged protest. And then I saw these folks start climbing up and breaking windows. And I said, they done lost their mind. I said, if the blacks would have done that. If we would have, <laughs> if, if that was a sprinkle of black, mm. had attempted a third of what those white people attempted. That would have been dead bodies all over the Capitol. Oh, yeah, if we would have thought about it, if we would have thought about, you know, doing that, it would have. That, there's no way. There's no way in the world that that would have worked out in our favor. Mm-hmm. And it was just so obvious. Like this summer, when black, like when when it, when it was announced that Black Lives Matter protests were about to happen, the National Guard was sent. They were in riot oh, yeah. gear before oh, they yeah. even showed up. Oh yeah, and y'all were help. Y'all was walking old racist white women down the steps. I wouldn't have. I could have been. I would have let that white woman fall right down them steps. Right. Uh, what's funny? <laughs> y'all taking and, selfies. Y'all escort. Like, what are you doing? Right. And and to me, like I remember even seeing videos of old white men doing some of the other protests, getting pushed down, and you know, ended up in the hospital where they were walking this lady down. The, you know, and of course, I, I don't wish. 
any harm on any woman. But my thing is keep that same energy. Keep that energy. And you decided to get your head in the butt out there and pro and quote unquote protest. Um, yeah. that was that was a coup. That was an attempted coup. Oh yeah. You were you were trying to overthrow and what's what's you're trying to overthrow the government. But what's coming out is that you had congressmen and congresswomen mm-hmm. who aided and abetted in this situation. So oh, yeah. I'm interested to see lock them all up. Yeah, lock them and, and to me I think you know the Republican kind of model and mantra right now, and a mantra, but their their talking point has been, you know, we need to, you know, reconcile and stuff like that. But after Reconstruction, uh, you know, talk about history, you know, being lenient on the Confederates is what kind of got, you know, black folks up in Jim Crow. So you need mm-hmm. to be super harsh on these people who went and tried to take over the government. You know, sedition, treason. All those things, they need to be in jail, um, you know, forever. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's, that's, my, that's my, my humble opinion. But he, here's one thing that did bless me. Okay. It was Elizabeth from Knoxville. <laughs> they pushed her out and maced her. And they did. And the anime, somebody the on the internet found the Animaniacs video. And through that woman's, t- <laughs> through that sound bite, they push me out. It makes me. <laughs> oh, I watched it maybe a thousand times. Oh, a thousand, and laugh just as hard every single time. Oh yeah. But you know what? That's just us doing what we do. We take the worst of all the things. Oh yeah. And we find pockets of joy that is coming back. I don't think mm-hmm. pockets of joy is going to ever leave. Oh no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't leave. It shouldn't. We should always find pockets of joys and rest in them. But yeah, well, white folks out here wild and they lost their mind. And it, and it was the audacity of the caucasity for right. them to say, you know what? I'm going to go to the Capitol. I'm going to storm the Capitol. I'm going to try to take it over. And my privilege is so strong that I know nothing's going to happen to me. Oh, yeah. That's exactly. came there with weapons and yeah, with zip ties. And zip ties. and Who just had, Brian, you got zip ties at your house? Um, I, don't know, I don't know what kind of freaky stuff you and Laura. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'll plead the fifth on this one, Reverend. <laughs> Tie up, Reverend. <laughs> well, you know, Laura light skin. You can't be putting no zip ties on her. <laughs> She'll bruise you. She'll bruise. There's <laughs> 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 a wonder in my soul. <laughs> Ain't he? But it's no, man. Like, but but then, but the the, 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 the the what's been what's been most joyful for me. Is seeing them attempting to get on planes and getting arrested, oh. showing up, pulling up at their house and arresting them. And then these fools been trying to shave their beards. Like they knew that they there was a possibility mm-hmm. of them getting caught and yeah. being arrested because they went through some preventative measures, so to speak. Yeah. To try I think to I want to mask who they were. Yeah. And and what what's funny is no, it's not funny. This is not funny at all. Um one man recently who was they was, you know, had a warrant out for his arrest. He was about to get apprehended. Ended up killing himself. Like, you was big and bad to go storm the Capitol. And then now you're seeing the repercussions and, you know, y'all acting like, oh, you know, y'all trying to downplay this situation. Like, no, like, y'all the same ones who, you know, thought Kaepernick was doing too much by kneeling. Y'all was the ones, you know, talking trash about, you know, these agitators and all that kind of stuff. Have these Black Lives Matters, you know, you know, protests and burning down targets. Y'all went to the darn U.S. Capitol, right? And we're destroying stuff. Don't be. They were the same ones talking about like how disrespectful Black folks are or 
BLM protesters are. Y'all went to the U.S. Capitol, not and a the target. same ones who used to say "Back to Blue, Blue Lives Matter," but disrespected police. Y'all, y'all murdered a police officer. Murdered one. <laughs> Bashed the dude head in with a fire extinguisher. Like I saw the video of them, like sitting there, like a, a mob of people really beating on a police officer. Y'all, the main one talking about "Back to Blue." Back to blue. Y'all don't care nothing about y'all don't care nothing about that. And that's how we know Blue Lives Matter was a racist response to mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter because y'all don't really care. All y'all care about is whiteness mm-hmm. and, and the supremacy of it and this myth um that you all are better than everyone else. And it's just not the case. So America, I'm sure the aliens are up in the skies looking at us like, no. Yeah. We don't even have to come down there and terrorize y'all. Y'all doing it to yourselves. Listen. And I'm sure other I'm sure other countries are looking at us shaking their heads like the heck is going on in America. The ghetto. The gets Africa me, please. (laughs) I saw um one meme and it said like (laughs) I think I guess somebody was calling Canada and was like, hey, can actually mom box bed tonight? <laughs> I'll bring my church clothes. Listen, like, I'm, I'm I'm bringing a whole I'm bringing a week worth of clothes. Listen, let me stay there for just a little bit until things die down. Listen, I buy some extra drawers at the Walmart. Listen, I don't plan on coming back anytime. So, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> but one good thing happened out of all of this. Okay, what happened? The 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 entire internet has banned Donald Trump. <laughs> the internet got, I mean, bro. The internet got together and said, no Facebook, Goodbye. no Twitter. No Instagram, bro. He can't get on Spotify, bro. He can't get on Pinterest. He can't pin boards and find <laughs> recipes. Donald Trump can't do nothing. His phone is a brick. Can't do nothing. Who gets banned from Pinterest? Right. <laughs> Who gets banned from Pinterest? <laughs> Spotify saying you ain't creating no playlist. Not one. You ain't listening to nothing. You ain't gonna get your Spotify top. You ain't doing none of that at the end of 2021 because you ain't gonna be on here, bro. He Not can't. He can't do none of. It. Bro, can't. Even, and here's the, here is the glory. TikTok banned him before he was able to ban them. Look at God. <laughs> Man, God was trying the whole time to ban TikTok, mm-hmm. and TikTok said, "Nope, <laughs> ban him." <laughs> See how God turned it around on you. God turned it around. Vengeance <laughs> is mine, saith the Lord. That's by. That's word. Bible. You if you ain't got to receive it if you don't want to, but that's the Bible. That's the I word mean, of God. Donald Trump got kicked off the internet. Who gets banned internet. from the whole internet? Bro has nothing but the capability to text and call, and right. I don't know who gonna text and call him at this point. Listen, but the the sad thing is, I kind of wish he was on Twitter right now because to see how he will be flaming people, because everybody's pretty much like saying we don't like you. Everybody's throwing him under the bus, so he probably would have been. A mess. Somebody should let him in clubhouse. He's probably losing it right now. I'm sure he's in a corner going crazy because he can't publicly. I mean, and here's the I'll get into that a little bit later because I got I got some things I want to say in the greater conversation. But I'm sure sure he is like fume. And I don't care about be mad. You -hmm. don't deserve the internet. You abuse the internet. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve the internet, my friend. Right. Um, I got I got like three invites to clubhouse. I love it, man. Oh yeah, I got four. He act a fool. Give me the popcorn. <laughs> Let me listen to that cop- that clubhouse. <laughs> I got four of them things. Um, another thing about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, this. I mean, I'm telling you, this is why this episode is just culture code because there's so much that happened. So much. As of today, mm. Donald Trump made history by being the first president ever to ever. be impeached twice. <laughs> 
wanted to be, he wanted to make history. And Nancy Pelosi wore the same dress she wore during the first impeachment. She said, "Pull out your pull out my impeachment dress." It's time. It's time. Messy. To get, it's time to get this orange Cheeto out of the office. Messy. She wore the same. I mean, the same necklace and all. Nancy said, "Listen here, Donny boy, <laughs> we're gonna get you out of here." He's been impeached twice. twice. Um, a lot of people are asking, "What is the significance? Why does it matter? He only has about eight or so days left in office." Well, a few things matter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, y'all, homegirl, Mitch McConnell has finally admitted that he thinks Donald Trump has gone too far, which mm-hmm. means that once this impeachment goes to the Senate, there is some type of chance, right, that they will prosecute him and he will be removed from office. And this mm-hmm. could happen soon, you know, before the inauguration. I mean, I don't think all the hearings and stuff will be done, but like they could move to try to do it. The other interesting thing about this, Brian, is that there is no precedence for a president who is no longer in office to be removed um, and have all of his like presidential rights and privileges taken away from him. Mm. Because there's no precedence doesn't mean that it can happen. What this means is that this will establish precedence. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why it's important is because if they go forward with it with the new Senate and they prosecute, no, technically he can't be removed from office because he already be out, but he can no longer run for president. Mm-hmm. All of his privileges, like his pension, which is about two hundred some thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. uh, all of his travel benefits, his access to the Secret Service, all of those things will be revoked. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that matters, and oh, yeah. it will go down in history. Like he, again, he will set the precedence for mm-hmm. this type of movement. So don't think that the impeach. I, I, some parts of me does think the impeachment is a democratic flex, but there's right. a there's a larger part of me that understands the major end goal of what will happen if this successfully gets him quote unquote removed from the presidency. And oh, I, yeah. and and I, I I just think that that's a great thing. Oh yeah, just the thing about the fact of him not being able to run again. Yes. Right. One, it does two things. It, it, you know, it gives the Republicans the ability to no longer be under his thumb. Mm-hmm. Right. In a, in a sense, you know, it's four, four years is a long time. Um, so they can either decide, do they want to maintain this type of, because again, 70 something, 75 million people voted for this man. Steve. So, um, did they vote for him or did they vote for the Republican party? Right. So it's kind of like the Republican have the ability if they can remove him, he doesn't run again. They have the ability to, I guess, get back to their identity, which wasn't, which wasn't this before. No, it wasn't this. Say what you wanted to say about conservatives, but this wasn't what they were, even if it was covert and hidden, this Mm -hmm. was not their out loud identity. And Donald Trump has legit, but the good thing about Donald Trump too, is that he's exposed. Oh yeah a lot of those hidden agendas and those hidden races that we all knew were there from the first place, but you know, we can visibly see it now. Oh yeah. And you know, so if, if for nothing, shout out to Donald Trump for being (laughs) the one to let us see who was really like out here wilding, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? For real, for real, for real. Um, So I think, you know, I I don't know. I don't know what to to make of the actual impeachment hearings, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because it is, it's just so intricate with this timing and with what has happened. And um, 
you know, and I think Mike Pence was a little bit of a coward for not evoking the Twenty Fifth Amendment. So. He was. He but and he's and again, it kind of just showed, you know, and and Democrats do the same thing. I'm not even gonna lie. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> you, you went a, you went a, along your party line in their their messaging right now is we need to unite, 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 and impeaching Donald Trump doesn't unite. Um. It to me it it shows it actually does it says that yeah. we're not for this so you can right. unite against him right like, because if you think about it before he ran the Republicans were like we don't want this fool representing us N- none keep of them that, keep him. that energy so right. and unite against him and right. like be done so uses as an opportunity to say you know <clears throat> we thank you not thank you but as a Republican you can say thank you for because a lot of them won mm-hmm. based off the strength of him yes. Thank you, but no, thank you. You know, we don't, this is not us. We're not the party of people who want to, by force, <laughs> you know, take over the government. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the voting booth is the place, you know, if you, if, if, you know, but then, you know, if you don't, then don't. But it's, again, I think he's exposing a lot of people um, and you're kind of getting to see whose side of history or what side of history people are going to be on. And you're right. Mike Pence definitely is a coward um, for not standing up for, for America. You didn't stand up for America. He did not. But that's enough of that because it's just been a lot. But huh? I said that is enough of that. So it's just been an absolute lot. But let's go into um, a little bit more um, a, a pocket of joy. Okay. I have something for you. Uh-huh. I'm not going to even tell you what we're going to talk about. I'm just going to say this line, and I think mm-hmm. you're going to know about the joy that we've all been experiencing. Okay. You ready? I am ready. I mean, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. All right. So it goes a little something like this. A wanna, a tua, <laughs> one and a tua. Checking your affection and telling your best friend, like, girl, oh, I think my butt can be it. Bussy. Bussy. It's been a blessing to the body. Oh, my God. One day I was scrolling through Instagram, mm, minding my little black business. Look at him. And I was like, la di da di da. You know? <laughs> and um, And I heard that little diddly. And I said, okay, look at what's going on. I said, all right, she, you know, why she got on this robe? I said, oh, well, she didn't drop it. Then she didn't turn around and got a magnes and it's the reverend. Mm-mm. Now, you know, I'm happily married. Look at God. How be ever. ever. <laughs> this busted challenge has bust open the eyes of men. <laughs> Men and women everywhere. Everywhere. And I mean, Gabrielle Union gave us one. She did. But it's been mostly your, your homegirl, your roundaway girl who just mm-hmm. been killing it. Showing out. Killing. I'm sure that, that line from um, Hot in Here ain't been played that much since that was a top one, whatever number single. Listen. Did you, where did it come from, brother? Um, Hmm. I'm not gonna be messy. Okay, but I mean, um, if you need to be messy, <laughs> it's a okay. So after Meg the Stallion mm-hmm. left 
Carl Carl Crawford's label. Mm-hmm. He found him a Meg, can't say replacement, mm-hmm. but a person similar to Meg. Mm-hmm. So that's her song. The Bus It. Bus oh. It is her song. Um, so, you know, most songs nowadays, in order for them to really get traction, mm-hmm. you need some type of challenge, either mm-hmm. a dance or whatever. And listen, she's getting the spins on this one. Listen. Okay. That's a few people that's on the clock for me. Like Lala Anthony, you on the clock, sister. Like, <laughs> what you waiting on? Regina Hall, you're on the clock. On the clock. Tracy Ellis Ross, you tried us. You tried us. You on the clock. But you're on the clock still. Um, uh, sister, um, goddess of them all, um, Angela Bassett, you on the clock. Sister. We need a we need a vintage version. <laughs> we need one. We need a vintage version. But no, that thing has been good. And you know, again. Black people doing what we do, um, shining, showing our beauty, showing who we are, pockets of joy, mm-hmm. just, you know, being our very best sales in all of the things. Um, speaking of music, the Grammys. Okay. All right. Brother has been uh, rescheduled to March 14th. Um, it was originally scheduled for January 31st, and Trevor Noah was supposed to be the host. Now, this is the question. That I have for the recording academy. Did you girls really believe that you was gonna be able to have a whole Grammy award in January? Right. And the Rona is still running rampant. We in a whole Panasonic, and you <laughs> out here wanting to have a live award show in Los Angeles, Brian. Los Angeles has some of the most restrictive measures and some of the most terrible numbers in the world. You the thought worst. you was going to bring people together live in the middle of a Panera Bread and think <laughs> that we, we was going to get together and do this. No, sir. No, sir. Like, no. So unless you found a way to do it like the like the BET Awards, the American Music Awards, some of these other awards where they had like these virtual digital type of things, like... I don't understand why you thought in a panoramic that this was going to be something that was going to be like viable for you to do. Right. But they rescheduled it. And all of y'all who said that y'all didn't get nominated, y'all did y'all rich people march and protest for nothing because it ain't even happening right now. <laughs> nah, just, so, just send it. Just send the awards. Do, do it virtual. Do a big zoom. Award. Do, <laughs> I would like to thank the Academy. <laughs> For the jigsaw winning uh, a Grammy for best podcast of the year, right. send out an email. Send listen. Send out a Google Drive doc. Right. Just just to record. all the winners, and and no one care really cares about the show. All we really care about is really the performances. We do, and we want to know who's artist. I think the artist, the one y'all say for last album and artist of the year, them the only two we really care about. Hmm. That's it. We don't care about yeah. all the other stuff. Because especially, just... especially who's in it. Like when Beyonce kept getting snubbed, we want to know if she ain't winning, then who winning? Right. These are the things that we want to know. Other than that, right. we black people, we don't care. Mm-mm. Like you said, we want we want some great performances, and verses and all these virtual concerts have given us a ton of those. Oh yeah, we we the culture has has been has been proved during the the, the pandemic. Yeah, like we've. Black folks, we we we've been we've made it through. We've made it through. We've done what we've always done. We've resisted. Mm-hmm. We've overcome, and we've excelled. Yeah, the Grammys don't have to they don't have to happen. The I, Grammys I, I don't have to gram. Right. Period. They don't have to gram. Verses though. Ever since uh, Auntie Fest 
Auntie Cello, it has taken a deep dumpster dive mm-hmm. into the garbage. Okay. Mm-hmm. After the Auntie Fest, who was who was after that? It was Bay Area, the Yay Area's finest. Yo P forty and Too Short. Yo P Legends. 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 Jesus had dressed, so shake him. I ain't got none, but I'm thinking about growing some. Uh, uh, and then blow the whistle. Well, forever, you know. Yeah. Play them two songs and I'm done. With both of them. Because while they're legends, and I'm sure everybody from the Bay Area or the Yay Area, whatever y'all want to say, y'all probably going to throw me in the trash. That's okay. I'll take that. I will take that. I wasn't trying to sit through that verse. Hmm. Brian, you I, from I, California. You didn't sit through that verse. No, sir. I, I said, no, thank you. Nobody wants to hear E-40 talk in Pig Latin for two hours. I don't. Not, not a <laughs> thing. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. No and then you know why that happened? Because the fish fry versus the chicken dinner cook-off was not able to happen. A.K.A. Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants that either. It's been rescheduled twice now. And it is finally happening, allegedly... Allegedly on January 21st. No, thank you. Who keeps asking for this? Like them. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Neither one of them has 20 hits. Neither one of them, Brian. Not maybe not even combined. Not n- not even com- if that ain't a word. <laughs> not your two plus two ain't mathing. There's not <laughs> 20 hits among the C-list R&B ladies. We don't want it. We don't want it. We don't want it. Don't reschedule it. Cancel it indefinitely. Right. Take right. the L. Right. I think at one point they, I thought they, they had canceled it. And I was like, whew, God they is did. good. And they rescheduled it. Then they canceled it again. And now they've rescheduled it again for the 21st. Swiss Beats, Tim Bullen, no ER. Cancel it. Right. The numbers gonna be real bad. The numbers is gonna be low. Those numbers is gonna be as high as their record sales. Low. <laughs> <laughs> low. Low. But for all of y'all who want to watch it, it'll be January twenty first on IG Live and Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Sponsored by Ciroc And they've decided That because of COVID They're going to be in separate rooms like it was before So lowest the keys I hope they have some Telerider issues So it can be cancelled again Right <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking Keisha Cole's Wi-Fi is going to be terrible Oh Keisha Cole probably she, she, Keisha Cole <laughs> got Spectrum Wi-Fi <laughs> It's terrible <laughs> Keisha Cole probably got a donkey pedal To keep her, keep her electricity <laughs> on <laughs> that thing ain't even gonna be on, fam. And Ashanti probably sitting on somebody at the beach, and that Wi Fi ain't gonna be working either. Cause you know the girl been traveling, trying to figure right. out how she got COVID. Because you over there in Tulum with no mask on, Ashanti. <laughs> That's why you got the COVID. Ooh, Tulum is exhausted. T- Tulum, black people stop coming, T- please. Tulum said, after this, we putting a ban on all you blacks. <laughs> Y'all are not welcome. Mexico is tired of you. <laughs> Donald Trump, let, let's look people. at the look at the other iron. You did all that money to build the wall, and black people said we going to, we going right on over that border into <laughs> Tulum because our country is a dumpster, <laughs> a complete, complete dumpster fire. Let's stay with the music vibes, okay? Jasmine Sullivan, 
Oh, my favorite R&B voice. I know that does something to you. Just the name. I'm going to say I it again. Her. Jasmine Sullivan. Ooh. <laughs> we like the hyenas in Fly King. <laughs> One more time. Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> she released an EP. Um, was it last week? Yes. Last week. Last Friday. Yeah. Yeah, last Friday called Hotels. H-E-A-U-X. Tales. Um, and it really, man, correct me if I'm wrong, but it it is like this body positive, mm-hmm. um, sex affirming, oh yeah, but also realistic kind of um journey mm-hmm. into womanhood and um relationships, the highs and you know, definitely some of the lows and the experiences and the thoughts and all these different types of things. She, I usually don't like an album with a lot of interludes. Shout out to Ella oh. May's first album. Oh, I don't. But all that talking. But the the interludes and stories that she got, the the tales part of it, mm-hmm. bro, raw, raw. So tell me, what's your favorite song? Oh, oh, oh. on it. <laughs> Whew, I like that talk. That's oh, the one with Ari Lennox. Oh yes. And mind you, you know, you know, her is my girl. I love her. Yeah. They got so her. her and Jasmine Sullivan are like R&B voices right now. Oh, yeah. Them. Um, but Ari Lennox and Jasmine Sullivan, they talked all the talk. That was the collaboration we didn't know we needed. <laughs> and frankly, we really didn't deserve. We didn't. We, well, maybe we might. 20, 2020, we may, we may, we we may actually deserve it. <laughs> Been the hotels, and you know, and it got people up in arms because here's an argument that I saw that I want okay. to, I want to debunk because it's okay. stupid. So I saw a group of women saying that uh, one of them was saying that you know, oh, this is blah blah blah. You know, you always got them, the the women who are against WAP, mm-hmm. right? You know that kind of stuff. But then there was another group I saw that said that this album was not relatable. It was so sad. And my question to them was, Brian, because I know you are a Jasmine Sullivan fan. Like, oh, you yeah. stand. I'm a fan. She always talking about saying stuff, though. Like, think mm-hmm. about it. Not to mm-hmm. say that her stuff is depressing, mm-hmm. but, like, lions, tigers, and bears, busting windows out of cars, mm-hmm. 10 seconds, you get on my nerves, mm-hmm. uh, I'm in love with another man. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where where is all this like super joyful, gleeful? Like, if if you ain't never had no hotels, just say this, sis. Listen, if you don't like having sex, that. just say that. Just say that, but don't say it's not relatable because it's sad. Like there were some songs that were like made you think, but like Jasmine always has those type of songs. Always, all of her albums. Like, yeah, like <clears throat> maybe because only thing I only I guess. Discredit, not discredit. Only thing I can say that you know some Jasmine fans probably did not like is she did not have like a lot of those like ballads where she was just singing. singing. You know, <clears throat> "Love with Another Man" is a ballad. I uh, was the one that she has. Excuse me on the second album. My all-time favorite Jasmine Sullivan song. Oh, excuse, excuse me. me. It's, it's, it's yeah. Oh, it's, it's a great song. Yeah. I, I do. I dedicate that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and she sings down on that thing. Down, Jesus. Um, so and I think that was a lot of people kind of talk trash about a reality show, but she still had like forever don't last, you know. So she had mm-hmm. some songs, 
but the albums have gotten darker over time. No, no, and, and and I don't and I don't I don't disagree with that. I guess my point is is though this album, while it has gotten darker, it's not off brand. Oh, and not at all. Not at you all. Know what you know, saying if you were a Jasmine Sullivan man like Stan, I, again, unless you are mad that she don't have a lot of ballads. Other than that, the content is is the same. She's always talking about relationships. Yeah, but and we saw Beyonce go do that with like when she came out with Beyonce. Like she gave us the kind of more woman, you know, affirm like the grown, sexy version of herself. And yeah. she's like, and she has the right to do that. Um, right. I think that this, I think hotels was what Beyonce self titled was for Beyonce. Oh yeah, and, and even think about Jasmine Sullivan has hinted at like sex capades and stuff like that. The one song she's talking about, like, you know, I put it down on this dude. What was it? Um, he put the switcheroo mm. and it was me making pancakes in the morning. You know, so, so she's had the songs about sex. But this album, for the most part, she said, like, I have sex. It's, it's what I do. Like, it, it is what it is. Women have sex. Women like to have sex. Like, mm-hmm. that's not, you know, and, and women talk about sex. Let's not act like it doesn't happen. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. I've, I've spoken to women. And they said they group chats are worse than men's. Oh, abs- I have no doubts that that is absolutely true. Right. Some of the things that I believe that they say and talk about is, yeah. Right. I- I- ask some women about some gray sweatpants. Oh, it'll probably be 10 times more vulgar than what we talk about with sundresses. Right. <laughs> Beards times. and all kinds of stuff. Like, it's... The women, women's group chats are nasty. Yeah. So let's not act like, and that's the thing that was bothering me <clears throat> is, you know, like, even if you only had sex with one person and have sex with your husband, like, you should be happy to, you know, hear music about like sex and like yeah. raunchy, spin on it, sit on it. Yeah. All the things, because I'm pretty Spit sure. In his mouth, sis. <laughs> Yeah, tell him him to open up and go right there, right there. Make that thing sloppy, sis. Come on. Right. (laughs) It just spit in your mouth. I I did. (laughs) I did. But like that, and we we kind of talked about this during the sex episode, like the talk that Ari and Jasmine was talking about on the On It song, like that's the talk that people want to hear. That's the talk we want. Talk that talk. T- tell me to earn it. I- T- tell, me tell me to earn it. To earn it. Make me earn the right to spread your booty cheeks wide. And earn it. Throw my nose deep into that to them cheeks <laughs> and lick you from the rooter to the tutor. <laughs> Literally. And, right. And, right. And, and, <laughs> Listen. And, and the thing, the, I think the blessing of it all to me, I know my wife loves the album. So yeah. God bless you. Well, <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. Yeah. So, God bless all, her house so for all of y'all who out here, you know what I'm saying, talking to, you know what I'm saying, talking about it or whatever, like if you don't like sex, then just say it. Right. If you don't, if you got a boring sex life, then just say it. Right. If your husband you got, putting it down, then just say it. If y'all just have missionary every night, they. Like, Right. If you like Miss Seeley say he just get on top of you and do his business, then just say <laughs> it. If you have sex with your clothes on, just say it. <laughs> just say if, it. If he puts his penis through the through the hole in his drawers, <laughs> just say that. Just say it. If you always have sex with the lights off, just say that. Just say it. 
If you can only have sex on your bed, then just say that. If you ain't never thought about a bust a challenge with your husband, then just say that. Yeah, if you ain't never jingled his jangle, then just say that. Right. <sighs> if you ain't got no frequent dress, then just say that. Just say it. If you don't got no toys under the bed, just say it. Just that. say that. If you ain't got no lube for your for your dry poon tang, then just say that. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Good night. If you married and still use the condoms, then just say that. <laughs> then just say that. If we all have a sex, you hold your breath so you don't see them. Just say that. <laughs> if both of y'all got to pull the covers over your breasts when y'all done, then just say that. <laughs> If he announces when he's about to come, just say that. <laughs> if he asks you whose it is and you get amnesia, then just say that. <laughs> <laughs> if the only time you have sex is to, was to make your kids, then just say that. Just say that. Just, just do that. Just say that. But don't bring <sighs> us, don't bring down our joy. Right. Because your poom poom life is whack whack. Right. Right. It's okay. Because you don't want to unwrap your husband's sausage. Right. You don't want to, you know, do things in random places. Right. Because you ain't getting the butt butt ate. <laughs> then just say that. <laughs> okay. Because your legs will never go in the air. They just flat on the mattress. Then just say, just say that. Move on with your life. Move on. And speaking of moving on, that is what we are doing. <laughs> um, oh, before we move on, okay, Jasmine Sullivan tweeted your other bay. Oh, yes, Issa Ray. God bless you. Issa. I'm a poet you. and I didn't know it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> friend of the uh, podcast, listen, friend of the podcast, Issa Ray, and said, Hey, wouldn't it be in so many words? Paraphrase, wouldn't it be dope if there was a, a short film to hotels? Issa Ray responded and said, say effing less. Mm, Which means that there's a huge possibility that we're going to get um, uh, not just a video, an entire short film. We are. And it's going to be beautiful. And if Issa's doing it, it's going to be amazing. Bring Natasha Rothwell, a.k.a. Kelly from Insecure, to help with the writing. So we can get some comedic relief and all that. Speaking of Kelly. Okay. Speaking of Issa. Now, okay. Issa, we just gave you your flowers. Your birthday was a couple we of days ago. We did. I gave you a whole post on the, in the, on the stories, because you're not my wife. <laughs> on the stories, wishing you happy birthday. Happy birthday, Issa. Happy belated. Why would you do this to us at the beginning of 2021? Woman of God announced that this coming season is the fifth and final season of Insecure. We're not ready. Brian, what are we going to do with our Issa, Molly, Lawrence, and Kelly, and Tiffany? And I have no clue. And you you gave us five seasons. You're giving us five seasons total. You're giving us five, because we only got four right now. Eight episodes, 30, 30 minutes. minutes. I can binge watch that in a day. A day! <laughs> so, like... What are, you, what are you supposed to do with that? What are we supposed to do that? Well, how is life supposed to go on without insecure? There's so many stories that can continue. It's we just met it, your mama. 
you and you and Molly just we need to see y'all officially reconcile, right? And then the continuation of the friendship. We need to see what it's like with Tiffany now that she had the baby and got over postpartum. What does that look like? Right. What does you and Lawrence continue to look like? Like Yvonne Orgy, like are you gonna find love? Like uh, is well, she gonna find love? <clears throat> right? Is Issa gonna marry Lawrence now? What about Kelly? We never jumped into her love life. We don't even know Kelly's background. Come on. You didn't develop these characters enough to where we know all about them. It's a minimum of two more seasons left in you, Issa. But for some reason, you've decided to do this to us. And while we love you, we love your art, we love your blackness, we celebrate mm-hmm. your queendom, we are not happy with you right we now. We are not. Not at all. This is not okay. I need a bereavement day mm-hmm. to mourn the loss that is insecure. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell y'all now, podcast listeners, puzzle pieces, when this new episode, when this new season drops, oh, we're creating a new segment called or something when the insecure to talk about something. it something. every week. And I might have me um a rap party when they when the, when the last episode, a finale party. Oh, the jigsaw might we might host one, a we virtual might. rap party. Oh yeah. We're gonna watch it together. And it better be good, Issa. And uh, Issa, at yeah. least let the, the series finale episode be an hour. Right. Give us <laughs> You could have did the whole last season an hour if you was going to do this. Listen, or at least give us 20, 30 episodes, 30 minute episodes. Like, you know, like, like the sitcoms of old. They would be oh, like uh, 20, 25 episodes. Even better. Give us a whole two hour movie. Give us the fifth season and a movie to end it. Thank you. We want both. And just an exclusively premiered on HBO Max. Right. We want both. There's your idea. Issa, call us. Right. Call us. Because we're sad. What? I'm, Give us I'm a spinoff. Power got nineteen thousand and forty-two spinoffs. <laughs> Insecure can give give us the, give us a show about Kelly. Yes, give that's me the one all I the really Kelly. want. That's the one all, I want. All Kelly. If we're gonna spin off anything, give me Kelly. The woman of God got freaking tased <laughs> at Coachella. <laughs> Remember me different. <laughs> Remember me different. <laughs> Might be the best episode. The best ever. episode ever, bro. I cried. <clears throat> I'm talking about. Like funeral tears, cried at that episode. That was good, so good, so relatable. Like <sighs> insecure defines our generation. It, it it insecure is us. Yes, it is us. Like when I watch every episode of Insecure, I, I fall in love with blackness all over. And I, lo- and I love being black. I fall in love with blackness. I fall in love with the characters. Like she makes just blackness look so beautiful and. You know, it, it all of our brunches and fashion choices and even the music is like, like, how do you know us? Bro, the music, the artist that she's introduced me to. Right. Oh, well, this is, we need to send her, we need to, we need to talk about something offline. We need okay. to see if Issa can wear some merch or something. This is our, this is our last shot. It's a last shot. Yeah, it's our last shot. shot. <laughs> it's our last <laughs> shot before they start filming. Oh, all right. So, Issa, we're sad, but we are super excited, though. We love you. We appreciate you. We love you and appreciate you. We're sad. We're excited to get into uh, season five. Hopefully, I know you gave us 10 episodes last time, so hopefully you give us like 15 at least. Please. And, you know, we're going to end this thing with a bang. But Ian Secure is over. Issa, please don't go. A good one, <laughs> I know that's a good one, right? That was a good one. Um, here's some insecure type stuff 
Okay. Lori Harvey has bagged Michael B. Jordan. And the girls are probably mad. And the girls are mad. Mm. I mean, mad. Michael B. Jordan is to this generation of women to what Denzel was to our mothers. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. My, she, uh, Michael B. Jordan is on my wife's list of like hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. I think Idris is on that list. Who else is on that list? But yeah, Michael B. Jordan is on her list. My, so. wife, my wife, my wife, my wife out here lusting over uh, <laughs> Todd, <laughs> Candy Barris is up. Them standards are low, Reverend. <laughs> it ain't worth the hall pass. So no, woman no of God, so woman of God, like that man. I don't know. She liked that little short man. <laughs> oh, big head bastard. She liked that dude, man. She liked us. Some, uh, what is? I don't even know what Todd's last name is. Todd. Oh no, Todd Burris. <laughs> Todd Burris, because we know who wanted to make the money. <laughs> I about to say Todd Delaney, but that ain't him. <laughs> That's that the gospel him. singer. Uh, but no, Lord, uh, Lori Harvey is out here with MBJ, and you know, there's not much just to say about that except to gloat in women's faces and say that your losses, right? He's gone. And at this point, because Lori Harvey is the streets. You know what I'm saying? They lost to the streets. Yeah, Lori <laughs> Harvey runs this world. Lori Harvey runs the streets. She went from. The Combs, the, Father and Son, Father and Son, Meek Mill, Future, Trey Songs, Trey Songs, some NASCAR dude, and now Michael B. Jordan. She out here playing chess. She out here playing chess. And you know what? And I'm not an insecure man, but hats off to MBJ for dating Lori Harvey, knowing her history. Knowing that, like, people have shouted her out in songs and saying that's what they wanted for Christmas and all this kind of stuff. Right. And you like, you know what? All that to the side, still going to love you. Uh, I'm not going to say what I could and could not do, but that is, that could be some mental anguish a little bit. I ain't even going to lie. Yeah. As, as progressive as I am, like, I can... I mean, ultimately, a woman's past is a woman's past. You know what I'm saying? And I know we all have one. I'm not going to judge you because of it. But when it's, like, so open and you're known and, you know, people within the industry have, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and niggas can be ruthless with how they talk about their past and stuff like that. Like, Future still gets reckless about Sierra from time to time. Um, So, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to but Michael B. Jordan is, like, he's up for the task. Yeah, and here it is. I mean, and Lori Harvey is fine. Let's just beautiful. She's let's, she's let's just let's just call. Let's space be honest space. with ourselves. Let's call it space, space. They are a beautiful couple. Yes, and and honestly, let me see here. Trey Songz is a handsome dude. I'm trying to think of her, but out of the dudes that she's been with, Michael B. Jordan may be the best looking. Yeah, MBJ is definitely top tier four. But yeah, he, he's handsome dude. I can't even hate. Yep, can't even hate. I ain't hating. I ain't hating at all. I am gloating in the fact. Oh that yeah, the women have lost. Yes. City boys are up another one. <laughs> All right, girls. So, who, so, so who won? Did right, she win or, or he won? Mm. Who pulled? Is it, you know, is I'm, that even a thing? If we look at it that way, then city boys are down. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like she's the I feel like she's the winner in this. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like people looked at Lori Harvey as if she was like navigating, you know what I'm saying, Hollywood. Right. And to pull a Michael B. Jordan, who I ain't gonna say is innocent, but it's almost in that tier of like upper emerging mm -hmm. super A list. Like she didn't go get Rotimi. <laughs> okay. You know, no shade. 
But shade. <laughs> uh, you know, she didn't go get no Jacob Lattimore. Like she went. Killers. <laughs> Woman of God said, I'm going to Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> and, but if you think about it, she ain't had no lames. She's never had like somebody that was like. Yeah. Like even like say what you say, what you want about Meek Mill. Meek Mill, like he may have been like the lamest out of the group of guys she's been with. But like, like Meek Mill ain't. Meek Mill ain't NLE Chopper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's Meek Mill. Right. So love him or hate him, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And Meek Mill right. ain't got no bad record either. Like, you do Nikki, remember bro. he was with Nikki. Nikki love or it. hate Nikki, like Nikki Drop is that mic. Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> and, they, mic. and they were, they got a song together, like, they was in here in love. So <laughs> yeah, love, anyway. You know, Lori, what do we understand? Act like a lady. Think like a man. Listen, I think I saw the uh, the meme or something where it's like she she saw her dad's book and she started putting out the knowledge, rubbing it on her. Head. <laughs> that's, that's how she bagged out these dudes. Um, speaking of Lady Lori Bridgerton, oh yes, bro, it's a good one. Didn't think I was gonna like it because I don't I don't really get with the royal stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Don't get with it. Episode one and two was like. Ah. Mm-hmm. Episode three came in. That thing shot off, <laughs> bruh. It's a black good. queen, literally. Black queen. When she walked That's what in that mean. ball with that afro, I was like, "Oh, this is yeah." It. I think I had been seeing Bridgerton posts on the timeline, mm-hmm. and I think you and Chris were like, "Oh, have y'all started watching Bridgerton?" And I was like, I've seen some things about it, but I don't know what it's about. And then I think you said, it's a black queen. And I said, oh, say less. Black, <laughs> black queen? A literal black queen. Not, what not, I sign? Yeah, not figuratively, not any of that. Not affirming, like, a legit black queen. Yeah, I said, where, where do With I sign? With an afro. Yes. Shout out to Shonda Rhimes for doing it again. Yes. Doing it again. Another one of her brainchilds on Netflix. And it's, it's just dope. Lady Danbury. Is who I stand. That I love her. black woman is amazing. She reads the girls for filth. She is no nonsense. Um, it's it's a great show. If you, I will say this: if you're not captivated by the end of episode three, you're probably just not going to like it. Yeah, I, it, it, uh, it it is a niche show. I'm mm-hmm, going to say that you got to kind of be into the royals, which I'm not. Mm-hmm. So if you're not into it, you have to then be invested in the storyline. That's what got me, along with the diversity, like what Brian was saying with the Black Queen and things like that, Lady Danbury. You know, so shout out to Netflix, Strong Black Lead, that was all good, them kind of show. people. Really good show. Uh, Netflix, we talked about it before we left. My Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, yeah. With the Ola Davis and our dearly departed brother Chadwick Boseman, his last performance. Wonderful job. Bro. Wonderful job. Send give them their Oscars now. This day. I'm so sad that Chadwick Boseman is probably going to be nominated and win an Oscar for this role and won't even be able to, you know, to receive the award. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that boy gave us a I'm not even an actor, but he gave us a master class in acting. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. He embodied that character. Mm-hmm. Like, embodied yeah. that character. It was beautiful. Bro, The and if you ain't seen it by now, that's your business. So, spoiler alert. The scene about him and God mm-hmm. and 
how he heard his mama call on God and he didn't answer, and that formed his belief. Around, bro, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I almost like legit shed a tear because as it much as good. I believe, I'm like, I saw the hurt. Oh like yeah, his disappointment. You know, oh bro, it made perfect sense. And it made perfect sense. It so much sense. And Viola was my rainy, like yes. she was legit. My because Viola Davis acts. She is the actress. She the actress. Acts. Y'all talk about Meryl Streep. Viola mm-hmm. Davis. Give me Viola. Acts. Give me Viola. You hear me? And she didn't even give us a snotty nose cry this time. Not once. Not. She just. She just stood flat. And she gained. I think. She gained over twenty some odd pounds for this role, mm-hmm. so that she could naturally portray all that Ma Rainey was, bro. And just. No, I didn't know. I've heard of Ma Rainey, but I mm-hmm. didn't know. And this really wasn't an outlook into her life more so than it no. was just, you know, one of her her last recordings mm-hmm. and how she commanded respect and how she. Oh, yeah. Could, like it was the same. She was like, you know, when I leave here, they ain't going to care. Once they got my voice, they don't care about me. So I'm going to milk this for everything that I can. Bro. Right. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Like Bravo. Like every. And the the, the cool thing of it, it's. It's based off of a stage play. Yes. And the the, set, the design and the sets are kind of like a stage play. Mm-hmm. And they don't move. Like, sorry, excuse me, but them niggas acted like all of oh, them. All of them. Like Everybody. acted their tails off. Everybody did. It was it was flawless. Yeah, I it, we watched it during the Christmas break. It was it was beautiful. I watched it was, that joint on the 18th when it came out, and I just <clears throat> It was it was amazing. I, I yes, it's it it's gonna go down in history. Kudos to Denzel for you know doing this August Wilson producing oh, yeah. August Wilson plays. Oh yeah. Um, and shout so, out to August Wilson for giving us such amazing classics. Oh yeah, because you know you're you're giving great content to amazing artists, mm-hmm. and they are just destroying it, destroying it in the best of ways. Now one. That kind of fell flat a little bit for me. Okay. Was um, Pixar's latest thing, Soul. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, it was good. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was me. good. But it missed a lot of marks, particularly with black culture. And right. I think that we can enjoy, specifically in black culture, I think that we can enjoy so many of the things mm-hmm. and still actively criticize and call them to the carpet when they miss things. Right. Um. For the most part, the main character, a black man, lived his life as a blob and a white woman the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Call a spade a spade. And I know that Tina Fey's character was supposed to, like, they said she chose their voice because it was the most annoying voice. But when you hear that, you know that that's Tina Fey. Yeah. Period. So your mind is associated with whiteness. And mm-hmm. his, his ability to kind of save her and it was even mentioned in the movie once that you enjoyed the kind of life because you live my life. Right. Which is indicative of a lot of what's happening now. A lot of the joys that some of these white people experience is because of us. Mm-hmm. What we've done, what we've already charted, right. territories we've already, you know what I'm saying, things we've already burned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you mentioned something about the barbershop scene we were talking offline about it. Yeah. I, I just think, to, I think, I kind of mentioned the barbershop scene. I think we talked about it in detail. I think my the overall arching issue to me was like you could have the character could have been white and the movie would have been the same. Oh yeah. Like I don't think it was so significantly black. 
Um, and even with the young white girl, like you could have used Dern, what's the girl? Uh, Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. If you wanted like an annoying voice, like no shade to Tiffany Haddish, but if you wanted an annoying voice, you know, in a person who's just living life, like you could have used Tiffany Haddish as that voice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wanda Sykes could have been that voice. Right. <laughs> like there, there's plenty of voices that could have been that character. Um, and I, although I'm, you know, of course, little wins are, are small victories are victories. So having a black, you know, representation with Pixar means something. Uh, but they definitely missed some places. And like I said, even in the barbershop, which is the one of the blackest places in black culture. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the mark was just missed. And again, I didn't dislike it. Mm-hmm. I just I, I, that. Yeah. Kudos to that movie. And I don't think children were the demographic because Josh was kind of like, okay, Jaden completely fell asleep. So I, I, I don't really know what Pixar's aim was. With I know that they try to do these emotional, deep meaning movies like In and Out and Up and Moana, like all those times. But yeah, I just I don't know, man. It it, it kind of it missed it for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, in, in in future movie news, as we wrap up this extended Culture Code edition of the Jigsaw, coming to America too, and One Night in Miami is coming to us. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen the trailer for Coming to America too, but I am not looking forward to it. Does that mean that I will not be watching it? Of course not. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to tell you guys how trash I knew it was going to be, and then we're going to have a whole conversation about it. Brian, the premise is, is that Prince Akeem allegedly had sex with somebody while he was there to find his wife, mm-hmm. which makes absolutely no sense because his entire time in New York, he was looking for a wife, found Lisa and was infatuated with her from the moment. Mm-hmm. The only possible time that this could have happened is when him and um, Simi went to the club that night, but they didn't take anybody home. We mm-hmm. saw them go home. Right. Who did he, like, where did he have time to smash anybody? Like, they all are just making up stuff at this point. So, allegedly, he had sex with somebody, got a son, and because I think he's having a, he only had a daughter or something, and they need a, a male heir because the daughter's going to marry somebody else from some other kingdom. And, bro, I think he's just going to be terrible. Yeah. I have no faith in it. Um, neither do I. And 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 just for context, like Come to America is my favorite movie. Like, yeah, not my favorite, but it's definitely one of my top. Yeah, like, I had to watch like, one movie for the rest of my life. I'm choosing the color Coming Purple. to America. Like it's just, I love it. The color purple. Um, what'd you say? <laughs> you said one movie for the rest of your life. I said the color purple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you know, I just how yeah. I know you love the color purple. You know, I love um, that. and so my. I'm I'm making my expectations for this really low. I mean beyond low. Lower. So what's lower than low? <sighs> Hell. Yeah, I was gonna mention. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna mention the movie, but I couldn't think of anything that was just really that bad. Um. Yeah. So my my expectations are gonna be really low. Soul plane. Child. That That's bad. what my expectations are. Right there. Right there. So and to me, usually what happens is when they when they pack a cast with so many. People, it to me, I just expect it to be really bad. Oh, yeah, because you're trying to overcompensate. You got, of course, the original cast, which is already star studded. Mm-hmm. Then you've added Leslie Jones, Wesley Snipes, Ro Timmy's in it, um, Tiana Taylor, Tiana Taylor, like everybody, Tracy Morgan. Y'all do all the black people in there. Um, so and I you recorded I've, it at Tyler Perry Studios, 
And not to say that Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry Studios is A1, but yeah. So I have the, I have low expectations for it. So I'm, I'm hoping that my expectations are so low that when I see it, I'm going to be like, oh, this it is actually that bad. Yeah. That I can feel. Cause I'm like coming to America, like just leave it alone. Let's leave it alone. Like we don't, we don't need a coming to America too. We don't. Or, and if it was, I think even though I, this probably would have been boring, I would rather him had a son and the son go, tr- go kind of go through a similar trajectory. You know what I'm saying? Right. Type type of deal. I would have rather that story than this kind of one that doesn't make sense about him. At, like, anyway. Yeah. Or but, you have a daughter and a daughter goes through something like that. That would have been dope. And now he has, that's the thing. He has a daughter. And she's getting married. They just don't want her to marry, like, you know, for the new prince to be not from Zamun. Bro, it's... Goodbye. It's terrible. But on the flip side of that, uh, one of our other queens, Regina King, is giving up a movie, One Night in Miami. Um, It is a fictional account of an incredible night where icons, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown gathered discussing their roles in the civil rights movement and the cultural upheaval of the 1960s. Bro, I think this is... The mere fact that Regina King is at the helm of this mm-hmm. is enough, right? For me, right. Um, let's let's go back to go for Regina okay. King needs all the flowers, all the flowers. I mean, from two two seven, what can she not do? I mean, from two two seven, like Regina King, you are actress, actress, director, producer. producer. I mean, everything. She she. Um, so like, I'm really excited about this. One, because Muhammad Ali, of course, who can't love Muhammad Ali? Malcolm X is one of my favorite people, dead or alive. Uh-huh. You, you know, um, Sam Cooke, one of my favorite people, dead or alive. Jim Brown, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, no, no respect. Um, <laughs> um, I respect him for being a black man who spoke up for things, but, you know, he had a checkered past. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, though. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, it's a black movie. I'm directed by a black woman. I'm here for it. Yeah, it's gonna be super dope, and um, we're excited about it. And our last moment on the billboard in this culture code edition. Okay. Is I'm going where the what. Where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside. Listen, y'all come down here and get these dicks. You know, I do this all the time. Okay, <laughs> what, 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 whatever deal you got, we're gonna be about $200. Okay, and that's on who Mary had a little lamb. Okay, okay, okay. Darrell is a freaking sensational star. We stand yes. him and his energy and who he is. He's given us a mantra because as funny as it is, mm-hmm. it is it is a pocket of joy. It is oh, an yeah. affirmation. It is a word. It is prophetic. You can speak mm-hmm. that thing over yourself. We going oh, yeah. where the what, Brian? Where the money reside. Where the money yeah. reside. Where the money reside. And that's on who? Mary had a little lamb. Who is Mary's little lamb? Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that lamb Jesus. is Jesus. <laughs> That's what he was saying. He said it. He said, "My little, my mulatto." Bye. <laughs> lamb of God. Lamb. Of, now behold the lamb. 
But the caucasity of it all is that some little white salesperson tried to get up and slide out of a car in the middle of their dealership and try to imitate Darrell. Brother, we can't have nothing. Nothing. As Kev on stage said, it's for black folks anyway. <laughs> it ain't for y'all. It was terrible. Leave it alone, man. Like, just don't. Just let, let us have things. Let us, ha let us we have can't have nothing nice. Let us have our things. We hope y'all enjoyed catching up. We had a lot to talk about. On all of the things. Woo. That was a hefty billboard. I mean, just billboards all over the city. All over, the, all over the city. Ring a ling a ling, nigga. Like you was ring a ling a ling, nigga. <laughs> ring a ling a ling, nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, let's get into some black man self care with I am my go. brother's keeper. Let's go. Woosa. 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 All right, we are here at I Am My Brother's Keeper, Black Man Self Care, Joshua Jermail Rogers the First. Jermail, are we friends? Jermail. 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 I was thinking about Darrell <laughs> from where the money resides. So I'm sorry. Oh, man. The betrayal of it all. <laughs> I'll think about I'll think about Darrell from the money reside. Oh man, um, I'm sorry. Okay. What you doing now? But I'm getting a manicure. Okay, and I'm doing something else that I won't discuss right now. We'll talk about it next week because I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you see it. Okay, a visible change. <laughs> Manscaping? A one. Well, I'm not gonna let you see that. A one. <laughs> I do need to do that though. <laughs> um, but no man, I'm gonna get a manicure and just you know doing some grooming. And um that's really um oh I got some I got so I ordered Fenty, Fenty skin <laughs> and uh I'm going to try those products starting tomorrow. So I'll have a report on what that is like and let y'all see how much of a beautiful black man I become. Mm -hmm. uh, after using those, let my melanin pop a little bit further. Uh, what you gonna be doing, bro? I'm back to the barbershop. Um, that and it's MLK weekend, brother. So it. We'll get me started on that because I ain't got a day off. Yeah, why not? Because I work for um, fascists. <laughs> Reverend, it might be it might be time to go. Well, well, it might be well, time to go. I gotta pay my rent. Uh, so it ain't time to go. <laughs> Got to go where the money reside. But I might sit there all day and do nothing. <laughs> Listen, I would be on that thing watching uh, the I Have a Dream speech. I'm going to have, I got three <laughs> screens. I'm going to have roots playing toward the out of my door so they can see it. I'm going to bring my, uh, bring my Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> Listen, all the, all the things. Um, yeah, definitely get my hair cut. I have an extra day. So I'm going to chill. I'm going to take one of those days to chill. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna chill. I, I just, I'm tired. I'm tired. This, this has been the longest year of our lives. Oof. And it's only, and it's only January 14th. <laughs> the longest year of our lives. <laughs> oh, my Oof. God, my God. Well, bro, that sounds solid. Um, we got anything in the P.O. box? Um, oh, <laughs> we do. <laughs> Let's go. All right. All right, good people. Here we are um, at the P.O. Box. You know what it is and you know how we do. Um, Brian, you said we got some over there? We do. And okay. I'm excited about it. Okay. We talked about hotels. 
Okay. I don't know what the transition is. Hotel, motel, holiday. (laughs) So, Ovi. Oh, 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 jingle, jingle. The the virgin. Christmas pink. The Christmas virgin. Okay. Okay. 28-year-old virgin. Did he update us? Uh, He did. Are you ready? (laughs) Let let me me, me sit up. Over 10 weeks for Jones. You guys. Are you ready? I'm ready. And I'm, I'm just pulling this up now, so I ain't read it, so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey guys. Hey. I cannot wait till you two. I cannot wait until you two come back. We're back. Wriggling a ling. Wriggling a ling. First, you two are nuts. Well, well, thank you. Well, thank you. We try to be. <laughs> she wanted to unwrap the sausage, <laughs> Pandora's box. <laughs> My jingle hadn't been jangled. I laughed so hard. Thank you. Uh, but in the midst of it all, you gave me great perspective. I decided to wait and try to hold out until our wedding day. Look at that. Look at God dog. be glorified. Look at him. You just chased. Ain't had no sex. Ain't had no sex. <laughs> Ain't had no sex. <laughs> Wish I could find the audio for that. <laughs> I've been chased. I had no sex. No sex. <laughs> we are scheduled to get married in August 2021. So you guys keep praying. Are we praying? We pray. I know that flesh can rise up any moment. to your loins. <laughs> and to your wrists. Oh, <laughs> mighty God. I did receive a Christmas surprise, though. Okay. <coughs> right before we went to sleep, my fiance grabbed me and, well, headed down south. Oh. To Florida. <laughs> right. Where'd she go? To Puerto Rico? <laughs> to Brazil? Did she go where the mother is at? <laughs> it was so unexpected, but I guess she had been feeling similar to me. After that, we had the official discussion whether about <laughs> uh, we had the official discussion together about waiting and decided that I will move in with my brother <laughs> and try to avoid any close calls. My <laughs> guy left his house. <laughs> he said, I can't be here. <laughs> he said, flee fornication. He said, flee. <laughs> Resist the devil and it'll flee for us the Bible. That's the word of God. Does this no longer make me a virgin? I don't know. Okay, so thanks for the advice. Happy New Year. So let's let's let's, let's this, the question he asked, does this no longer make me a virgin? I don't know. LOL. So she headed down south, which means she headed down south. Like which means that she sucked your pain. Okay, let me just put that All on. All right, back. Christmas uh, surprise. What uh, a wonderful gift. Heaven sent me. Ari said, spit on it. Didn't she say that? I told you, spit in that man's mouth. I told y'all. Um, does it make you a virgin? Well, there are some that live by the philosophy that says any type of sex is sex. So they would say, no, you're not a virgin. Then there are others who say that penetration is the one that kind of determines, you know, your virginity or not. Um, I am more of the persuasion of the latter. Mm-hmm. I think if you received head, then I think you have been in some re- some respects sexually active, mm-hmm. right? And but I think that is very different than having sex. It's um it's almost like masturbation. Like masturbation is sexual, mm-hmm. but it's not sex. Like it produces climax and you know all that different mm-hmm. kind of stuff, but it's it's not sex. And I'm not. And this is not me defending one act or saying this is right or this is a good substitute or things like that. But what it is suggesting that you ask me, are you still considered a virgin? And if I'm gonna answer your question directly, 
then the direct answer to that question is yes. Um, have you been sexually active? Now you have, but it seems as if you've put boundaries in place to honor your commitment. And I just wouldn't get caught up um, beating yourself up for doing it. I wouldn't get caught up trying to, and I know we've been silly and we make jokes and things like that, but on a serious note, I wouldn't get caught up on beating yourself up, feeling guilt. I think you've made a uh, what you thought was a decision that was best for you and moving in with your brother. Some people may think it's dramatic, but if you really want to hold out and your fiance is feeling like you're feeling, and I think, I'm not mistaken, I think you said she wasn't a virgin, um, which means that if she did that, then y'all probably would slip up before all oh yeah so because you probably really enjoy especially that was your first time receiving that you probably really enjoyed <laughs> it um, right. which means you're going to eventually want more right mm-hmm. um so i think you made the decision that you thought was best i think it was i'll respect your decision um again bro i'm not judging you for what you did you had a weak moment we are human we you know but i feel like you're not resting in that you put in preventative measures to reconcile it um, and you got your jingle jangled just a little bit on Christmas and jangle, um, jangle. It, it happened. So, um, yeah, I, you know, we appreciate you. Thanks for updating us. We oh, yeah, definitely wanted to know what happened. Keep keep updating us. I, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> now, don't ask us no more questions. because We're not going to keep decading this segment to you. But <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> but Overton, um, yeah, man, just keep doing what you're doing. Wish you best of luck and happy future nuptials, bro. Yep. Um, and maybe you might invite us to the wedding invite us or send us pictures or something right i would probably enjoy that I w- we would enjoy that we would love to see <laughs> it all right man you ready um wrap this podcast up with some with some rants because a greater things, conversation a few things i want to talk about it's been like three weeks so it's, it's time it's time let's do this all right Bruh, let me talk let me talk All right, family, here we are um, wrapping up the podcast and this beautiful segment, this lasting, climaxing, climaxing segment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Overton. Um, um, a greater conversation. So as we've talked about earlier, the world is on fire. And mm-hmm. white people being white people and doing what they do best. Right. And... Um, but this one really ain't for. I, initially, I was going to read Dwight's, more specifically, the fake, self righteous white people who decide, oh, I'm going to, you know, resign with, you know, four and a half seconds left in my position mm-hmm. because I sorely disagree with what Donald Trump. Donald Trump has been the same Donald Trump since 2015 when he announced he was running for president. So your righteous indignation now is like you can miss me with that. Right. Miss me with it. If you was that if you disagree, you should have resigned way before this. You should have turned oh, yeah. down He's plenty of opportunities. Right. You should have turned down the opportunity to serve in his cabinet. So I was gonna drag y'all for that. But then um something popped up in my feed, Brian. Ooh, okay. That caught All right. my attention. And um, yeah, Miss Pretty Girl Rock herself, Carrie Hilson, entered the chat and she said, and I quote, this may be funny, but it is a little dangerous too. take Trump out of it for a moment. 
A democracy must include freedom of speech. Imagine other leaders or popular figures not being able to voice their opinion if it opposes a majority of the world leaders. Our freedom of speech being taken from us, slowly but surely, censorship. If the leader of the free world can be removed, imagine that same right of civilians. Imagine believing every time you read false information detected and propaganda, deceptive reports, and flat out lies being the only thing we see. Carrie. Let me stop right there because freedom of speech ain't enough for question. Donald right. Trump is officially still the president. Baby, he got banned from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Every social media site has a term of we all sign that whether we read them or not, we click that button. We do. We check the box that say we ain't a robot. We mm-hmm. identify all the cars within the circles, all the fire hydrants, all the traffic signals. We do all those things before our account is officially created. Within that, they decided that because this fool incited a riot that literally led to violence and death, mm-hmm. that they were going to stop him from talking. He's the president. If he said, I want to have a press conference today, guess who's going to show up? CNN, right. Fox, MSNBC, everybody else in their mama going to show up and cover the press conference. He exactly. can say what he wants to say. I would, I would like to believe and surmise that you didn't pay a lot of attention in your civics and your ethics and your social study classes. Mm-hmm. Because if you understood the First Amendment and freedom of speech, what it does is protects you from being like like lawfully punished so to speak mm-hmm. from like saying whatever you want to say but it does not take you out of the court of opinion it does not take you out of the court of private businesses and things like that twitter is a private entity right it is not the federal government Mm-mm. the government cannot infringe upon your right to speak right. that ain't got nothing to do with twitter Exactly. That ain't got nothing to do with Facebook. That ain't got nothing to do with Pinterest and Donald Trump not being able to create racist pins and boards. <laughs> okay? So for you to step into the chat saying the things that you're saying, see, this ain't the first time because you was the same woman who said that the 5G towers caused coronavirus. She did. You was the same woman, I believe, who got on that bandwagon thinking that the world is also a little flat. I need you to stop talking. Mm-hmm. You... And B.O.B. and everybody else who with all the conspiracy theories, walk all y'all with the conspiracy theories, stop it. Okay? Pretty girl, rock your way back into your seat and say nothing else. You're a beautiful girl. Nice gowns. (laughs) Stop talking. Beautiful gowns. Stop talking. Like, why are you defending Trump? What you said right now literally lets me know that you probably are a Trump supporter because you said take Trump out of this for a moment and then proceeded to talk about all the things Trump's just going through. Right. Carrie. Carrie. Carrie, baby. Carrie, why? It's disheartening. It is um disappointing. And you know, it's it's kind of in line with your character, but I wish that it wasn't. And yeah, that's all. That's all. But I, I just Carrie. Girl. Yeah. Bye. <clears throat> I'm gonna keep and, mine short. And that's on uh, period. Yeah. On, on period. On period. Because she's tripping. Because she's tripping. <laughs> Uh, there's that one scene in Almost Christmas where uh, Moni tells her to shut up. Mm-hmm. And calls her a, a, a dumbie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's the I, one. I, I'm not going to call her that. Well, I'm not going to call it. Monique said it. <laughs> um, I'm going to keep it short. And you say you're not going to go after the whites. I'm going to go after the whites. But different okay. whites. Okay. <clears throat> um, Money making Mitch. Uh, Sister Lindsey Graham. Oh, Lord. Uh, Ted Cruz, mm. do not try to flip the script. The uh, the, the script now, mm-hmm. like 
nah. Like the internet has the receipts of y'all talking about Donald Trump and telling everybody he's a liar, he's a bigot, he's a misogynist, he's a homophobe. Y'all said all these things, all the things prior to him beginning office. And then now y'all want to try to flip the script and, and act like, you know, he's all these things again. Right. That he just, for the last four years, wasn't these things. Ted Cruz, I, I never will respect Ted Cruz because this man, Donald Trump, called your wife ugly. And you wore the biggest cape for Donald Trump. And then Sister Lindsey Graham, I want to know the T and the files um, that, that Donald Trump has on you. Like, I want to know about all the, as, as they alleged, the boys that you've been messing with. I want to know all the things because there has to be something. I mean, something. <laughs> something for you to, uh, to, at one point, have been, again, another cape wear for Donald Trump. And then all of a sudden now, you want to throw him under the bus. Please go somewhere and Mitch McConnell, you and your wife can go somewhere. Y'all want to act all appalled and shocked and all these things. Like, no, like keep the same energy. Y'all know who he was before he ran for office. Y'all know who he was while he was in office, but he was helping y'all out. And then now that he really can't do anything, y'all want to act like, you know, like he wasn't anything. So like, nah, keep the same energy. We don't like you. Your mama don't like you. Your dog don't like you. The, the ants outside your house don't like you. The termites don't like you. The pigeons and the birds don't like you. <laughs> your mirror don't like you. Um, no. <laughs> um, so that's it. That's I, have. I just I just don't like keep the same in 2021. Let's keep all the same energy. Like all the energy we had in 2020. Let's keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. Be authentic. You know, if whatever you, you you chose your side, stay there. Stay there. And that's it. I, actually, I was going to be short. I know it's going to be short. Stay with me. Because you're all mm-hmm. I need. I know that didn't fit, but that was in my soul. When you said. Well, we made it through there. another episode. We made it there. And family, puzzle pieces, you know what? This wraps up. Brian, your skin is glowing. I just wanted to tell it you. It is, isn't it? I exfoliated. Did you? Mm-hmm. I can tell. Yeah. I can tell. It's, it's Cause you in your late 30s. So you got, you got to, yeah, you'll be three from 40 this year. So you got to make sure you preserve. Yeah. You don't look it, man. But let's the, end, let's but the fact episode. is, is that you're there. <laughs> let's end this episode. Okay. Start cussing. Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to cuss in 2021. Say what you want to say. Say what you need to say. <laughs> what I am saying is that you are close to 40 and you're looking good, brother. You're shining. The Lord is shining his face upon you. And I, like I've been with the Lord. My face is shining. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. I am. If you're eating that monkey, keep eating that monkey. <laughs> Hotels has been this playing is, this, has, this has been another Hotels episode. has been playing in our house. This has been another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast with Josh and Brian. Um, as always, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all so much. And stick thank y'all for hanging in there with us. We are in a thank brand you. new year and we have some amazing. We're not just saying we got amazing things coming up Bruh. just for the sake of being saying it. We Bruh. legit got some Bruh. amazing things coming up. I'm telling you, shoot, the next few months is about to be so bananas. <laughs> 
Like y'all don't even know what we got some special guests lined up. We got some folk gonna be like a ring a ling a ling on our doors <laughs> coming through. Um <laughs> gonna be coming through to hang out with us, and I think y'all are gonna love it. Um, yeah, so appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all. Yeah, rate, subscribe. Um, I'm telling you, you want to be in the know, go on our website, the jigsawpodcast.com. That's um, you know, subscribe to stuff, get the I'm telling you, we're gonna send y'all some. The year's gonna be bananas. Like we already have our sheets, um, and our guests that are gonna be coming who confirmed. And when I tell you it's gonna be a thing, uh, so please uh follow us on social media. I am Brian Hare. Oh, I'm sorry, first of all, the website, the podcast first, uh the jigsaw uh podcast on IG, mm-hmm. Facebook, all that kind of good stuff. Like us on Facebook. Uh follow, <clears throat> excuse me, follow me. I am Brian Hare and follow Joshua at I am Josh Rogers. I am Josh Rogers. Um, treat each other right. Love be them. the awesome. Be your authentic you. Um, have some sex this year. Uh, Spit in his mouth, sis. Do brothers earn earn it? <laughs> Ladies, tell the brothers they have to earn it. No free sex this year. No free sex. Okay. Um, and that's it, Josh. Tell the people what, we have, what they need to do. It's a brand have. new year, but the sentiments are the same. Don't you get? Um, don't you let life stress you out? All, do and it. I know twenty twenty one has already been a little stressful. But listen, all you can do is what you can, while you can, the very best ways that you can. But in the midst of doing all of the things, mm-hmm. remember, don't you ever get caught with your work undone. And that is a wrap. We love y'all. Love you. Peace.